everyone. Welcome to the Top Cheddar Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rob Lullisher, and a guy who does need an introduction, mostly because he was a goalie and he got hit with way too many pucks in the head. Cannot remember his name. My good man, Mr. Cam Moon. I write everything down now. <laughs> so I remember. Sticky good notes man. everywhere. I, I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah. <laughs> We are pumped about our guest this week. Uh, I love this line, you know, touted as one of the most prominent goons to play in the game and, and just an amazing guy and a guy that both Cam and I can, can proudly say that we were teammates with, Mr. Kevin Killer Kaminsky. Killer, Thanks, how are you? I'm good, yourselves? Good, good. Doing all right. How you been? You're, you're in uh, Saskatchewan. The, whereabouts are you right now, Killer? Yeah, back in uh, back in Saskatoon right now, where I guess uh, where we all played together um, with the blades. So yeah, no, just been um, it's it's been a tough year recruiting wise. Uh, so lots on the phone, yeah, the, the watching uh, video and all all kinds of uh, more Zoom calls than uh, you ever had in a in a lifetime uh, worth. Oh, so. Well, yeah. you know what, Killer? We'll, we totally want to hear about, you know, your coaching now in the SGHL, yeah. and, and we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, but, you know, I, I want to go – I think the first question should be, like, when – Kevin, when did you first earn the nickname Killer? <laughs> not not to jump in uh, Mooner's question, but yeah, anyways, Mooner, you take it. Let's, let's talk some Well, no, we, got, we need to hear this. I need to hear this right now because, yeah, when I met you, Kevin, you were already Killer. How did it start? Well, I guess there's kind of two stories. Um, I guess the first one was when I was playing with the Saskatoon AAA Midget Blazers and uh, puck was kind of dumped out and uh, and it was kind of right in between or just past the blue line and the goalie was coming out to play it and I was trying to hopefully to get it first so I could go around him and uh, and, and score. But unfortunately, he got there first. So I was always told to take the body. And, uh, you know, Goalie he was, down. he was kind of vulnerable at the time when he was playing it. So I, I, I ran him right over. It was a big yard sale. And, uh, <laughs> I guess that was one of the things from Joe Bolosky, uh, our, our mm-hmm. manager with the Blazers, uh, called me killer. But then I guess there was the other time too, when I was 15, I got called up to the blades and, um, obviously Prince Albert was a very, very tough team. And uh, it seemed like uh, a lot of guys had uh, ghost injuries mm-hmm. or they forgot their skates. And uh, I had got called up to go to PA and uh, the Prince Albert flu. But Bomb Gardner at 15, uh, you, oh. know, uh, you know, so it was just, so that was kind of the other one. I did Kelly Chase and uh, Larry De Palma kind of said they gave me the nickname killer so whatever whatever it was i don't know but uh whatever it sticks it sticks today and uh you know it's uh i have fun with it anyway you played i know you played some games at 15 you played some games at 16 you were full-time with the blades at 17 what was that like for you know a kid that grew up in, in churchbridge saskatchewan to be playing for the blades at that time you were at the the old arena downtown what was that like for you well, it was, it was awesome. I mean, um, you know, as a kid, right. I mean, um, school wasn't for me. I, I did have mm-hmm. a scholarship to go to Michigan, but, uh, growing up watching actually the SJ Yorkton and Melville, uh, mm-hmm. cause there was some, uh, Gene Dom and Rob Dom, um, 
played for the Melbourne Millionaire, so we would go watch them and even got to go in uh, in between periods and do the shootout against the backup goalie and all that yeah. stuff. But but we would go, you know, Huey Scobie, um, you know, a, a great scout for the Saskatoon Blades. You know, he just passed away a couple of years ago. But, mm-hmm. you know, we would always go to Regina and make that two-hour trip to Regina to watch uh, whenever the Blades played. And that was Wendell and Joey and – uh, I mean, even Dave Brown and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, so you got to watch all these guys. I mean, it was some good early influence on you there, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned all the tough guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then, you know, like I said, it was, uh, you know, I, I always I said I, I love to score. I love to make plays, but I always had that other side across that, across that edge to play that other way too. And, uh, Maybe I love that side of it a little too much. You know, now I'm paying for it with uh, mm-hmm. all the bumps and bruises. It's tough to get out of bed every day. But, uh, but you know what? It, uh, you know, I guess it made me somewhat successful to not even supposed to getting drafted, um, you know, and then ended up playing four years in NHL and a good yeah. seven years in the minors. So, um, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was a, a great, uh, great career. And also, like I said, with the blades, though, I mean, it was uh, uh, it, it was fun to grow up. And and with the Blazers, too, I mean, we got to watch yeah. those guys, too. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, especially that 15-year-old season, Wendell was playing. And, you know, I got to play with Wendell. He's one of my idols, him and Brian Trottier. Um So it was, like I said, it, it was good. To, whenever we weren't playing, it was good to go to the old barn and, mm-hmm. uh, and watch those guys play. And, and Wendell was something else with his just his skating and his physicality and his wrist shot. I mean, uh, he, you know, he did it all for the blades. And uh, uh, so, so, you know, again, I, again, that's kind of what I molded myself off of the way he kind of fought. And then also, you know, then you tie in Brian Trotsche with, I think today is the two best way centermen to, to ever play the game. And that's kind of, I, I, you know, I, I made myself accountable uh, on face-offs and, and D-zone coverage and all that stuff. And, and that was a big part of Huey Scobie, too, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from my hometown at Churchbridge. That I got to talk to him all the time to, you know, get the little tidbits that I needed or uh, a kick in the ass as well. Yeah. You were a third-round pick in 87 of the Minnesota North Stars. I know today so many guys go to the draft. The draft's a real big deal. It was, it, it was something of a deal in 87 in that there was some television coverage, but certainly not like it is today. What was draft day like for you? Where were you? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? It was, I, and I still can't find out the rule. Um, that year, there was a, you know, whatever my age group was, we could only go in, uh, in the first three rounds. That's right. Yep. And I, I, Mooner, you, you'll have to find that uh, out. It I was... It was guys that were just finishing their 17-year-old year at that time. And they did this for a few years. You had to go in the first three rounds or after that. it would, Or if you'd played after that, it was like guys that had played three years major, junior. It was older players, basically. So, yeah, you had to go in the first three at that time. Yeah. So, so anyway, my agent, Donnie Meehan, said, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going to go if, or you would have went if it wasn't for this stipulation they put in. So I didn't, I didn't even go to the draft. Yeah. And uh, so actually uh, uh, I was playing ball with the Saskatoon Padres. We were playing in a tournament in Regina and 
I think Kevin Blosky was playing. Uh, big Brian Glenn was playing. Uh, yeah. You know, and my obviously my my billet family. I was living with Jim Johnson. He was the Reg Dunlop of the team, player coach. <laughs> you know. Uh, nice. So. So yeah, we we had finished the game in uh, in Regina. I think it was like eleven o'clock game or something, and uh, we were in the parking lot after, and obviously having a couple of pops, and, uh, and then we decided to go to the hotel to check in. And uh, on the way to the hotel, I'm I'm with uh, with Glinner and uh, and Blosky, and um, and then on the radio it says, "And now drafted from the WHL, you know, named the first rounds from wherever the Pats are." Yeah, all that stuff. And then third round uh, drafted uh, from your Saskatoon Blades, 48th overall, Kevin Kaminsky. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do, right? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like (laughs) in the car and big Brian Glenn, like he's in the passenger side and he turns over and just punches me hard in the shoulder. (laughs) He goes, killer, you just got drafted. And I was like, yeah, I guess I did. You know, so <laughs> nice. So I guess it, you know, would have been nice to have been there, but uh, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, hey, I got drafted. That's all that mattered. So that was the That's... year killer that you were. Uh, I, I always love stats like these. You know, you're almost you're 99 points, 200, 250 penalty minutes. So you know, talk about playing on both sides. Yeah, you know, and I, you know what's so funny when I was coaching in Fresno, California, and uh, and and Jack Bocus, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. He just. Uh, passed away but he you know he had a camp that I would go to and I would go up there and play some golf hang out with him and all that stuff and and we were talking we get talking about the old times uh and he goes killer he says if if you would have just played the game you know our line or whatever you would have had just as many points as as Sackett had yeah you know um well, you're in the but, penalty box for five games yeah, straight. Right. Well, <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, I had, I had to stick up for Bocus and, and Kachuk for spearing guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, wow. Uh, I remember going to, to camp and, and uh, you know, the raw rookie, and I don't think the NHL camps had started yet, so there were still a bunch of the old guys out on the ice and scrimmage, and, you know, Tony Twist is out there, and, and Kelly Chase, Carrie Clark, kosher and and you know but all everyone said was stay away from killer <laughs> they, they didn't mention any of those other guys they just said stay away from from killers so uh you know well well-earned reputation um mooner back to you sorry yeah no problem i so your your last year junior and that was the year that i met you guys i was 88 89 saskatoon is hosting the memorial cup uh swift current is a juggernaut of a team in 88-89. Uh, they rolled through the playoffs, went undefeated, which is unbelievable when you think about it. But when you think back to that, and I, I played that season in, in Nipwin in the SJ, and then I came up at the end of the year. And when you look back at that, uh, Keller, what are your, your thoughts, your memories? I know you had Ken Dryden following you around. Uh, what, what do you remember from the Memorial Cup? Well, you know, actually that year, so that actually that year I made Minnesota North Stars um, and uh, we were, we started on the road. uh, I think, I can't, I think it was a three game trip in Montreal, Quebec, and I got to play my very first game in Montreal. So I was, uh, you know, as a kid growing up, hockey night in Canada, every Saturday night, when you weren't playing yourself, you either get to see Montreal or you get to see uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs and, 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 you know, with Montreal, I mean, man, you look up, you see all the banners mm-hmm. of the Stanley Cups and and uh, Yvonne, well, 
Richard and, and the list goes yeah, on and yeah. on for, for jerseys retired and, and all that stuff. So it was, it was a, I mean, it was a thrill and an honor to play in such a historic uh, building, uh, the forum um, back then. And then we got back to, uh, to Minnesota or to, yeah, to Minnesota. And uh, they kept me around for a little bit longer than decided to send me back uh, to junior, which I was at that time. Okay. Because we were hosting Memorial cup. And, um, and then also, as you said, uh, Mooner, uh, Ken Dryden followed us uh, all around that whole year, which was uh, pretty awesome to have, uh, you know, even we played in Brandon and then we stopped in our hometown church, Bridge. mom had made pierogies and cabbage rolls for the whole team. And uh, they came and filled yeah. everything. And then actually they stayed the night and we did some more filming the next day. Uh, so it was neat to have, you know, a hall of famer and, uh, uh, and Ken Dryden in your home yeah. or in your home uh, anyway. That was a cool and, series. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it, it was awesome. I, I recall and, they had, they had you mic'd up killer for the two games, which unfortunately had to be a home and home with PA. PA. <laughs> and, uh, you, you got kicked out of both. Games. <laughs> uh, let's say the, the episode of that series featuring you was probably the most uh, colorful, uh, that CBC, uh, showcased that year. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple bleeps. I, uh, I yeah. think on, yeah. on, on TV. Yeah. But like I said, it was, uh, you know what, that was, um, I, obviously I didn't have the best year. Uh, my shoulders were, uh, you know, degree separations. And I think then one yeah. knee was bad. And so, I mean, it was a decent year, but it wasn't the year I should have had as a, as a 19 year old. Um, but you know, to, to, uh, you know, I guess from there, but to move on to go to, you know, to have that opportunity to win the Memorial cup. And, and, and you know what, I, I, I think, for us too. I mean, we were, or, or Luby or, or the blades organization was kind of shocked with, you know, Lysician made it Cap or, uh, shovel day made it, yep. uh, twister made it. Um, there's one more. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Kelly chase so, was a 20 year old too. Yeah. Maybe chaser yeah. then. So it was, um, so obviously we had to kind of retool and, you know, we go out and get a goalie and, uh, bomber, um, you know, Darwin oh, McPherson, yeah. Darwin and, McPherson. Uh, you know, so I, yeah, so we had to make a bunch of changes and, uh, um, you know, obviously we didn't do very good our first round, uh, uh, that going into playoffs, but you know what, we had some rest and obviously we had a really good showing in uh, Memorial cup, just, uh, one goal short of, uh, of winning yeah. it all. And you know what, yeah. uh, hats off to, uh, uh, speedy creek there they they had a hell of a team too but uh, i think we give them all we we got it just would have been absolutely fantastic to win in front of your your home oh. your home crowd you know oh and that place was charged up like it the was, town was charged up and the rink was charged up yeah. like it was i mean it was built jammed. on and and i would say to this day mooner i don't think you'll disagree the the highlight reel toe-to-toe -to -toe battle killer and Tidomi. In, oh, in the uh, in the round robin. Tell us about that killer. Yes. Well, I I think going into that Memorial Cup, you know, you you heard a tie that he was the toughest in the OHL and all that stuff, and uh, my mind gets going that they're I'm gonna fight him, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, it just happened where it was uh, a puck was rimmed along the boards, and uh, 
I kind of anticipated the rim. I seen Ty kind of by the hash marks or just a little bit below and took a good run at him and kind of, I didn't get all of them and he's pretty sturdy himself. Yeah. And, yes. uh, so I kind of, all head. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another story there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we kind of looked at each other, you know, we dropped the buckets and, uh, and gloves and away we went at it. And uh, yeah, I, I think it was, uh, well, I, you know what? It's so funny today. I was actually uh, uh, Strucher's brother uh, just messaged me the other day and he says, killer, so I hope you're doing well. I hope your family's doing well. I said, but I will never forget fight with Ty Domi, you know, and he, and, and whenever I see him, he always brings that up. And a lot of people bring that up that, uh, that was the, you know, the highlight of the Memorial cup. I mean, a highlight, I guess would have been winning it, but, uh, uh well, we yeah, didn't so, win it. So that was our highlight. Yeah, that's right. That's why we're hanging our hat on it. So much. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it was, uh, that was a good tilt. And, uh, obviously I think the fans, uh, enjoyed it. And, and like I said, it was, a. Uh, um, yeah, that was a fight of a couple others that uh, went on into NHL with ties. So. Yeah, yeah, that was. Did, did you line up again with him in in the show, Killer? Yeah, I fought him in uh, Toronto and uh, with Washington, and then uh, it was the other one was more of just a just a scrum kind of okay. linesman got in. So, yeah. but yeah, I fought him in Toronto. So, wow, nice. yeah, I know you went on to you know played the one game with Minnesota, but with the Quebec Nordiques and then a lot with the Washington Capitals killer. When you look back on your time uh, in the national hockey league, uh, what were, what were some of the highlights for you? What were some of the the lasting memories of your time in the NHL? You know what? uh, I'll tell you this. I mean, NHL, I mean, it's, it's uh, obviously the best league in the world. Hmm. Um, And everything is, everything is first class, even more so today with, you know, the, like I thought our practice facility in Piney Orchard in Maryland was outstanding when mm-hmm. we were playing. And, and now I've been to the new one on top of a mall. Um, and, I mean, it's just ridiculous. The, <laughs> the money they put into it and, and, you know, they have a, they have a chef there for breakfast and lunch. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely crazy uh, on uh, just just the way you get treated, right? And, yeah. And for me, I, I I thought I got treated outstanding, you know, wherever I went. And uh, but but I'll tell you this: I mean, whether it was in the minors, uh, whether it was you know Fort Wayne, Indiana, Halifax, or mm-hmm. or Providence, Orlando, whatever it was. I mean, I like I said, I respected the game, and uh, I think I laid it all out with my heart and uh, passion and grit uh, wherever I went. And, um, you know, and, and I think, I think that's what, what you got to do mm-hmm. wherever you go. You know, like I said, there's going to, there's just like ups and downs in life. It's like, if you get sent down to the minors, well, obviously there's no sense pouting about it. That ain't going to help you. I mean, get back on the horse and, uh, uh, you know, work harder, work on, on your skills or skating, whatever it is, and get back up there if you think you belong there, you know, permanent. And, uh, but, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I enjoyed, and I, I enjoyed coaching wherever I've been. I mean, like I said, I think I throw myself into the community with different charities and, um, you know, with minor sports and getting out there, helping the kids and uh, hockey schools and all that stuff just to, uh, um, 
you know what to show show the kids show the parents and show the community wherever you play or wherever you coach that you have that care factor and and you want to be there you know sounds Every, like the, the game pain. is taught yeah yeah sounds yeah. like the game's taught you some life lessons oh definitely i i mean it's uh uh, you know, every, every day's, uh, every day's a new one, especially mm-hmm. this, this year with the COVID stuff. I mean, yep. talk about, uh, patience. Holy smokes. I, I mean, you know, you're sitting here, you can't, you can plan a little bit or you can only do so much, but you, you're, you're sitting on your hands and you just waiting and waiting. And, and like I said, hopefully we, hopefully we hear something here today. I know the, uh, Bill Chow, our president is meeting with, uh, Sask health officials to, our tentative date is September 25th. So, um, so hopefully Crossing fingers. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers are crossed here. Well, and you make the, the switch, the, the transformation from an 11 year pro and, and after your time in junior to, to coaching killer, what was the, what brought that on when, when you were playing, was that something you thought, Hey, I, I would really like to get into coaching when this was over or is it something you just, kind of stumbled into at the end of your pro career? No, it was something I always wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I think I have, uh, I don't know, I think I have a knack with kids to, I, I enjoy kids. I mean, back in Churchbridge, that's how I used to make my money was babysitting, yeah. you know, and uh, whether it's hockey schools or one-on-one lessons or whatever it is, man, I just, I just love to be on the ice and, and you know, whatever I've learned from whatever people, whatever coaches or power skating instructors or skill coaches. Well, no, we never had no skill coaches back then. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, you know, just, just to pass that, pass yeah. that on to, to the young kids. And, uh, um, and, and that, that's early, early side hustle of killers, babysitting services. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it, it's what I love to do. And, and you know what, it was, um, uh, it was a great opportunity for me when I retired, you know, due to my last concussion. And uh, I got the opportunity to... Was that uh, your be, choice, Killer, or, or doctors say that's it? That was a doctor's uh, choice. So, yeah, I was... Uh, but my last year in Orlando, I, a guy was coming around the net with his head down, and uh, he seen me at the last second and got his elbow up and hit me in the jaw. And I was trying to get off the bench on the other side of the building you know um, or on or onto the bench you know so but yeah I I kept on trying to come back and it was just like every time I rode the bike uh, every time I got the blood pressure up the headaches would just be pounding and and uh, the doctor actually told me on my birthday that year that uh, because I had an appointment and said well if you want to remember your kids uh, you, you I suggest you quit playing so um, so yeah, so it was an unfortunate situation, but like I said, uh, you 11, 11 great years. And, uh, yeah. like I said, I, I, I had a blast wherever I went and, and, and just the memories with, uh, the, and the camaraderie with the boys, uh, it, it's good to be on Facebook now because you get to see, you know, guys like Max Middendor, Everett Sinapass that you played with, you know, and, yeah. you know, just, just a lot of the guys, I mean, uh, uh, and get to reminisce, reminisce about uh, the old days and, and some stories that you forgot, like it's <laughs> and some funny stories, you know. Yes. So it's, so yeah, it's 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 been a good way to keep up with with the boys that way. But like I said, those those are times that uh, you had and will never be forgotten, and and, and you enjoy it. Um, so, but but again, now back to, you know, 
I had this opportunity uh, as an assistant coach with Mike Babcock in the American League. Mm-hmm. And um, all I can say is, wow, what a, what a great mentor to be under after. Because I think as a player, you know the game, you know how to anticipate the game, uh, you know, however, or, or I guess maybe change the tide, whether it's a big hit or a fight or, or a big goal or something. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, you know, how, how do you, you know, you prepare, your, pre, you pre, prepare yourself as an individual freaking from the night before all mm-hmm. day long till game time. And now it's like, how do you get 25 guys on the same page? And, and I think that's what I learned most about uh, Babs was just his, well, his resiliency and work ethic, um, his teaching and developing through chalk talk and video, um, and, and just his, uh, I, I don't, I, I felt like he could squeeze blood out of a stone, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, um, so it was a great, uh, great two years for me. And, and then obviously after he left to go to Anaheim, which they, he took the Ducks to the, Stanley Cup Finals that year. I went on my own and uh, I said, been, I think it's been 18 years head coach. Uh, it was 20 years coaching last year. Wow. Nice. Right on. Congrats, Killer. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That's, that's, that's great. pretty good. How was the, uh, how was that change from being an assistant coach to a head coach? It's, it's vastly different. All of a sudden, it's all coming to you. You're the guy making the ultimate decision. Uh, that first year as a head coach, did you have a few ups and downs? For sure. Uh, you know what, actually, uh, the first year we had a really good year. Um, we were third, we, we started the season 13 and five. And then, then I had like, it was crazy. I never seen it before 10 guys. And there was like at least eight of your top guys in long mm-hmm. beach season ending injuries. Oh, and, oh. and yeah, we only won nine games the rest of the year. Um, but you know what, again, that's that learning experience. Right. And, yeah. and, and now you go from the AHL to where they give you players, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and plus you got to go search the, the minor leagues too. Um, but then also now you go from coaching where now you got to recruit all yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So, so yeah, so that was a big uh, learning ex- or experience or curveball yeah. for me is that I don't have any connections. You know, yeah. so now, like I said, uh, you know, good things. Some people helped me out and now you get calling all the agents and, or advisors today, yep. whatever. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, trying to get, trying to sign guys and, 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 you know, I guess sell it that, Hey, we play right on the beach pretty much. Uh, it's a great, uh, great place to play. The weather's awesome. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you, you get a good looking right. brochure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. Then actually it was funny. Uh, we lived right across from, uh, Jody Sweeten from full house. Nice. Uh, so then they, they, they would, well, her and her husband at the time would come to the games as well. So it was, yeah, just, you know, again, that's just the, the travels of hockey, the people that you right. meet, right. Uh, you know, outside of hockey, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of, um, learning and growing to go. Uh, as a head coach for sure. And, and you know what, I was funny. I was talking to uh, the hockey ops and uh, LaRange uh, last night and uh, it, it's just the same, same thing. Like I said, it was only my first year in the SJ. I still don't know all the ins and outs of, of everything too. So again, that, that first year was a good learning curve, but I still got lots to learn and, 
and uh, hopefully things will go well i mean things went smooth but yeah just you know a little more smoother a little more polished this year what's the difference uh, for you kevin when it comes to coaching junior as as opposed to pro pro you got more of a finished product as far as the player goes junior you've they're much younger but far more teaching i'm guessing certainly impressionable plus there's a lot of other stuff that comes up how's the um, the coaching of the juniors for you as compared to the pro right well i guess uh, you know what i i, I think it's the same mm-hmm. um you know uh, and, and this is what mike Babcock told me he said even in nhl they they need direction you know and yeah. and like i said if you can get them in whatever, all pulling in the same direction or on that same page, you're going to have success. You're going to get results, you know, and what he said, whether it's June, you know, where he coached in Spokane or uh, the American league or, or the NHL, he said, it's, it's, it's trying to get these guys to buy into what you're uh, selling, you know? And um, so, so as far as that, I, I, but yeah, junior, like I said, I think this, that was my, Oh God, I think sixth year junior. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, again, it's just, uh, you know, how we all play junior back in Saskatoon yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, you, I, I don't know. It's just like I said, if, if they win a few games, you know, I, I think you give them the green light and let them go have a little bit of fun, reward them with reward them with the wins mm-hmm. where they can come back and be hungry. And they say, Oh man, this winning's fun. Let's keep doing this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, as for pro, I mean, you know what, Mo- they're all over 21 when I was coaching in the States. So, you know, you can call a curfew, but you know, uh, I mean, they're going to go to the bar, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess the only thing difference is that, um, from pro to junior is that you can have beer on the bus after a good weekend on the road, you know, you mm-hmm. give them, you know, you give reward them again, but you can't do that in junior, um, as I know, a coach in, uh, um, in Houston, when we were, I was coaching in Louisiana and, uh, I guess he had bought some beer for the players after, and it got out on Snapchat and it got to the USA hockey and he got oh, suspended, for, suspended for three years and a big $5,000 fine. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, I mean, so again, there, there you go. Like I, I would in our years, I do have memories yeah. <laughs> of us having beers on the bus, uh. but <laughs> But again, that's, that's a, there you go. That's a learning experience. Like yeah. you, you want to reward these kids and, and whether they have some or not, but you, but again, I just tell them, I go, fellas, like if, if I give you guys a beer and it gets out and, and, and the parents don't yeah, like it or it gets it back to Canada world. hockey, yeah. then I'm screwed. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just can't do it. You know, well, so, you obviously turn the program around killer and, and LaRange there, you know, what was it? Three losing seasons and winning season. You took coach of the year nice yeah 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 i was uh well i'll tell you what it was you know i i always like a challenge you know and um so when i took this job i mean obviously i knew um the biggest thing when i talked to the people was the no one wants to go to larange it's too far up it's not too far up north it's it's two and a half hours past prince albert um and i'll tell you what it's it's a unbelievable community and and the board members that uh, are passionate the people are passionate about uh, about the ice wolves you know um and and obviously it really showed this year with 
the year that we had, you know, and, um, you know, I, I think the last three seasons, they only had 28 wins uh, combined. And, um, you know, this year we went on to win 30. We were 33, 19 and six. And we started 0-5. Nice little Dude. turnaround. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we started. So, so the, board, the board members were going, what the hell? Who did, what did we hire here, you know? Yeah. But I, you know what? I stepped, I, I stayed calm. We could have been 4-1. and one. The, the very first game yeah. against Swimflon, we, we weren't very good. After that, you know, we lost one goal game. We found ways to lose instead of win. And then we were at the showcase and warm in there. And uh, you know what? We won two close games, one in overtime and uh, one 3-2. And, and, and the boys just, I'll tell you what, now they had that taste of winning. And, yeah. and man, they, they took off. And like I said, to, to only lose uh, 14 more games the rest of the year. Uh, I think is truly amazing for, you know, for only, like you said, 28 wins of three years before mm -hmm. and going to 33. And, and, and like I said, I, I think the boys uh, bought into what we were teaching or selling yeah. and uh, they were having fun doing it. They were getting rewarded for the wins and, and they just kept on coming to the rink and having fun and working their butts off. And uh, um, you know, and unfortunately I thought we had the team, uh, for playoffs, we were big, we were physical, we were strong, we had speed, we had skill. I thought we had it all. We had the goaltending. Yep. And um, unfortunately, with COVID, you know, um, yeah, we'll never know that. But, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, again, and there, there's another life lesson. And, and I told these guys before the playoffs, I go, fellas, you guys got the, the best team in the league. I said, we, I think we were 9-1-1 one, one going in the playoffs. Um, I said, you guys just keep believing. And, and I said, because I'll tell you what, I says, you only get so many chances at winning mm -hmm. a cup, you know, like I, I won a cup in 93, 94 with the Portland Pirates with Washington farm team. You know, I we lost Memorial cup, right? So in mm -hmm. overtime, I lost the uh, Turner cup in six games, you know, um, been close as a coach, uh, you know, and I, but I've never won a cup as a coach. And right. uh, so I, I'm, I'm hungry for that championship. And I told these guys, I go, you never know what's going to happen. I, I go, just buy in for, for another month, man. Yep. And then, then we can all be champions. And, and, uh, and then, then now look at, so there's that opportunity. The COVID hits now, when are you going to be on another great team? You know, who knows? Yeah. You know, you go, knows. you go to college, you don't know, you, you know, you come back to junior, we, we may not be as good. I mean, I, I feel we're going to be as good, but, but you never know. So, I mean, like I yeah. said, when, it, when, when those, opportunities arise man you got to make the best of it and you got to sell out you know yeah right on killer you know it's it's uh you know awesome watching your progression in the coaching side and this is a podcast a little bit about hockey a little mm -hmm. bit about business i really admire too that with with all your world you know all hockey you still take the time to create a nice little side hustle and and we got <laughs> we got killer hockey over here that i know is being a little disrupted even more so right now because you normally do like hockey schools and and you said you know charity events and and you sell merchandise tell tell us a little bit about how how did that all come to be well yeah well here's the you know here's the hat here. there it is um, He's showing us his killer swag ball cap folks. oh where are we and, here and there it is there we go um nice. but yeah no it's uh it was um like i said I, I did my hockey school i bought the hockey school from barry trotz in portland and uh, so I started uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm a humble guy. And I, it was just Kevin Kaminsky and, and all that at first. And then um, now, yeah, I think uh, everyone with the merchandise I've sold, it's always, you know, even the little kids when I was up in La Ronge, uh, this weekend, you know, they're calling me killer and, and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. which is, you know, <laughs> to get the little four-year-olds, Hey, yeah. killer, how you doing? You know? And, uh, so it, it, it's cool. I mean, yeah. So it just, uh, people, uh, buddy, people think uh, of, a uh, a brand as being just a logo when really it's, you know, you've built that brand killer for, 35 years now that that uh you know to walk into a room and bang there there it is yeah. everyone knows it yeah no for sure like i said it's uh it's pretty cool like and, and we were and actually we were talking about the hockey schools this year where it's gonna probably be a little later than last year but we were you know it's in my contract i i can't go outside and do my own hockey school but they, they were even the board members said like hey your killer hockey is a brand. I go, we want it to be ice holes and killer hockey, hockey school, which is, you know, I, I said, if, if you guys, that's up to you. If you guys yeah. want that on yeah. there, great. If not, I have no problem with it. I'm going to work my ass off for you with the, just with the ice holes, whatever it is. But yeah, they're, they, they see what, you know, I, I don't, I don't think they knew what they kind of really had because like I said, when I did the hockey school, and I'm running around the rink. I'm tying skates so no one's late, you know, trying to teach yeah. them that little bit of discipline and, and all that stuff. And then at the, the last day when we have the scrimmage and the big barbecue while I bring out the merchandise and, uh, uh, you know, everything sells off the table. And, uh, you know, now the kids are wearing killer hockey stuff in Larange. And, you know, like I said, I, I think I have that personality to where, like I said, just the little, little things. To, hey, hey, Tommy, how's your day going? How's hockey going? Just that little, just that extra time instead of just, hey, hi, Tom, and I walk by. Yeah. You know, just yeah. that little extra care factor, right? So, but yeah, just like I said, we, uh, me and the the new the fiance Alana here, we she's been my nice. IT IT girl here. So good, been, CFO, uh, head of HR. Yeah, uh, I, I, a little bit. I everything. suck on the computer. So, <laughs> so yeah, she just kind of built up my website yesterday, and uh, yeah, like I said, we'll have some fun with it. We we made a bunch of different uh, um, new product for for the website and got that all up. And nice. Um, like I said, what, it's, what kind of things are you selling, Killer? God, we got gym bags, we got hats, we got uh, t-shirts, uh, half zips, uh, long sleeve. Uh, we even got baby onesies. Uh, wow, those nice. those uh, flew off the market. Back to that uh, babysitting service. There, yeah, there you go. Babysitting. It's always <laughs> tied in. I tied in. Comes yes. with yeah. a free onesie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, how's, it's, it, how's it gone so far? I, I tell you what, I I placed an order about a month ago, or not even a month, and. I, I had, I got the, I had to place another order last night. Wow. Like I, yeah, it was like 1200 bucks. I ordered them the first time and, and I probably got to order another thousand more. So it's been, just it's been building. great. It's just like, yeah. like even the fans from, you know, back when I played in Washington from Maryland, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. they're ordering the people from Fresno, from Portland, yeah. Maine, um, you know, kind of everywhere I've gone, people are, you wake up one morning killer and realize that your network, 30 years is all over North America and yeah. probably been around the world too with the guys you, you played with uh, Europeans and 
that's a big yeah. big network to work off of yeah well actually there was a guy from well a couple guys from overseas that have bought uh some killer hockey stuff that nice. you know so it's uh yeah it's just uh like you said a little side side gig and uh, i have fun with it i've you know i bought uh the heat press machine so i'm doing everything in-house here and uh got, got full out production going on oh on yeah we got, wow. a, we got a full line so nice now <laughs> now tell us a bit about the um you know, kind of under the same brand killer, like you're, you're doing some charity golf tournaments and that. So, you know, not just, it's not just profit, but you're also learning how to give back with that brand. Tell us about that killer. Well, and also I just teamed up with, uh, you probably would know him, Darren Anderson, Gobby. He used to, uh, run the pat, yeah. uh, way back when, and he, uh, I never went there. The place. Yeah. <laughs> 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 If you didn't, you missed out. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, Gobby and I stayed for, uh, good friends. And, and you know what? He lost his uh, brother uh, due to mental health. And so I'm, so every item I sell of killer hockey stuff, uh, I'm donating a dollar back to uh, mental health. And we just put that together this nice. last, last week. So, um, you know, I, I think we all, we all need help. You know, mm-hmm. first of all, and, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is that uh, we're, uh, I want to say, too man enough or too macho enough to ask for help. And, and that's where it's got to start is that, hey, it's it's okay to reach out and uh, and ask for that help because, um, you know what I mean, it, it, we're, I think as a, you know, we played the game as individuals, uh, I, I think people still look up to us and if we can... Uh, be a part of that to help those kids out. You know, that's, that's what we need to do. We need to be there for them. Whoever, whoever reaches out yeah. and uh, just to have that support. And, and sometimes it's not even giving any wisdom. It's, it's just listening, you know, just listen to them and uh, say, Hey, let's just get through today. Everything's going to be, be okay. You know, just nice. hang in there, that, that kind of thing. So, so yeah, so we've teamed up. It's called love my mind uh with uh, with gobby and uh uh we got things rock and roll in there and they then are. also also um still from my hometown in churchbridge i still do my charity golf tournament obviously canceled this year but um you know i think i've done it for i can't remember 22 23 years now and uh we've raised uh 420,000 uh for wow. the for the community oh, wow. of, of churchbridge you know that is awesome that and it's just awesome. like i said it was yeah. I, I mean, the one year, you know, it used to be a two day because it's only a nine hole course. And yeah. mm-hmm. I remember I flew in the Hanson brothers when I was playing with Washington mm-hmm. uh, from Slapshot, you know. Nice. So, <laughs> so tell, us a, tell us a quick story about the Hanson brothers. <laughs> Please. Uh, well, they're, so we take them to the bar. That's where they're staying is above the bar, right? And that's what the bar is called, the bar. Yeah. The and bar. so yeah. there we take them up to the rooms and the stairs are straight up. Yeah. And so Steve's the first one going in and Steve pokes his head through the little cubby hole that you got to go through. And he turns, pops his head down to the, to the boys. He says, boys, this one's going to be for the books. <laughs> Cause you got just little rooms up there. I think a shower <laughs> at the end of the hotel, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, when uh, they came down and all that stuff and, and in church bridge, everyone, uh, there's a lot of mullets and high top uh, shoes still going on back then. God love you, them. You could not tell the Hanson brothers were in the bar. 
they, 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 they fit right in. Fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Like a family reunion in <laughs> yeah. Church Bridge. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. But yeah, no, that, that year was a, the biggest year we had, obviously. We had 261 golfers on a nine-hole course. <laughs> wow. Like, so, 18 hours. The, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, well, some guys, a lot of guys didn't even finish because on the fifth hole, we had the juke, jukebox going and uh, yeah. a buddy of mine from Maine uh, loaded me up with uh, Baja Rosa and another product of his because uh, uh, he worked for uh, White Rock Distilleries and, and uh, it was three olives vodka. And so everyone nice. like it was just a big party on the fifth hole and everyone said ah go ahead go through but no one went through everyone just stayed there and, and partied uh with the hansen brothers so it okay. was uh i, I want to mark this next and hopefully next year moon or me and you we, yes. we'll go do top cheddar podcasts oh. at the killer classic oh yeah. absolutely yeah you gotta yeah you gotta I would actually, love to drive out you, you got to go on my Facebook. I just posted a picture of one of our guys from Churchbridge, uh, Perry Jensen, who has a big limo, like a monster truck limo. Nice. So Kelly Taylor, the comedian from Saskatchewan, I don't know yeah. if you guys know him. Yep. Yep. So like, so I had him Friday night. So we had a big thing at the hall, Kelly Taylor show. And then we, we, uh, teams bid on Kelly to whoever got, got the golf for, for, with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So this, Perry Jensen bid and uh, I think he went for a thousand dollars, but he was staying over. Kelly was staying over just across the street from, from dad's house and uh, in a, in a, in a trailer. And uh, in the morning, the Perry Jensen brings his uh, uh, limo. So it's, it's a monster truck limo brings it right through town, picks up Kelly Taylor, goes right through the ditch by the golf course, goes right through the, down the first hole, uh, uh, fairway, and then takes them right to the driveway and drops them off. Uh, and this, I'm on the sixth hole. I'm playing, I play a par three with every foursome or fivesome or sixome, whatever it is. Yeah. Church okay, yeah. Go, yeah. go through. And all of a sudden I hear this big roar and it's the big monster truck. I can't see it, but I hear this big roar and here. <laughs> Place your divot, please. Yeah, yep. exactly. It was, it was, oh my gosh, last year was a blast. So right, it always right is. On. It that always is, is. That is awesome. But I, I feel, uh, I count myself as lucky killer that I, I know two guys in my world that have had hockey rinks named after them. In my hometown, uh, I used to go to the Akinsdale Arena, now it's the Jerome McGinley Arena. You just had one named after you. And tr- tell, tell us about that. Like, how awesome is that? <sighs> Give me. I hit him in the fields. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Um, you know, my hometown of Churchbridge uh, has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, they like I said, every time I had the tournament, I always after after the end of the tournament, after the auction and all that, people always come up or are you gonna do this again next year? I go, Well, if you guys are gonna support it like you always do. Why wouldn't I? I, I, you know what? I, and I, like I said, the people from church, my dad, my brother, um, Amanda and all the other committees, they do, they do all the work. I got to give them all the credit. Yeah. I just collect the memorabilia and, um, you know, so it's, so it's, it's a good working relationship. And you know what? Like I said, we raise over 15,000 every Saturday now. Uh, so why wouldn't you do it instead of wow. going around door to door selling little 
raffle tickets to win yeah. whatever. Why not bid on a Connor McDavid jersey or or a Jerome McGinley jersey, whatever jersey it is. I've I've had you know for all those years I've had so many jerseys come through, and why not buy a piece of something for your kid mm-hmm. uh, that's worth something. And you can take that home and you have something and, and you spend some money knowing that it's going back to the kids. Like I said, uh, you know, we helped out with the million dollar swimming pool they put in. We built the playground, I don't know, probably like 20, 20 years ago. They just That's put great. in a brand new one, a $100,000 one, yeah. um, you know, with a score clock for uh, the high school uh mm-hmm. You know, again, minor sports, curling rink. Uh, we just donate all the money to uh, whoever needs it at the, the most at the time. And uh, like I said, people come out uh, and, and support it so much. So it's, again, it, it, Churchbridge means uh, uh, a ton to me. Uh, great, uh, great community, great people. And they always show their support, uh, young and the old. Like I said, we always, we don't have a scramble. It's all flights. We tried to sc- scramble one year. They didn't like it. So... You go through the flights and, you know, the uh, the seniors win pretty much a prize each and then the juniors win a prize and then, nice. you know, the you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's like I said, it's 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 a great uh, it's a great event. It, it's a it's a great classic and, and it's always good to go back home to reminisce and, and see everybody on the six hole and see your buddies and uh, and have a little fun as well and raise some money for. So it was a little mix killer of obviously your, your storied hockey career coupled with just everything you've done in the community of Church Ridge that they just decided one day we, we got to name the rink after this guy? Well, yeah. I get, you know, like I said, uh, you know, you know they, they, they did a list of all, you know, so it ended up 420000 and I, so they called me on the ice, right? And so I seen this big, ugly orange tarp behind, it was our net, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then it said like arena. So I just thought they were just redoing it or fixing it up. So I had no idea this was even happening. Oh, wow. So oh, they, boy. They, so, so what happened was we, we played, we, we have, we can have two neutral site games in the SJ. So they asked me to do one in Churchbridge. I said, do one in Churchbridge. It only holds a thousand people. They said, perfect. You know, yeah. so they, they give us, you know, they give us some money and uh, to come there and we played Yorkton. Um, and Carter Pryor did an awesome job with, uh, advertising and putting everything together, president of the minor sports. But so when, when just before they called me out to center ice, uh, Carter's there. And then the guy up in the sound booth, his name went off all this stuff. And, and, uh, you know, then they said, well, now we, we want to welcome you to Kaminsky arena. You know, they pulled up that uh, old tarp. Where is this? Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Oh, no doubt. So it was, uh, it, man, it was, uh, like I said, it, uh, it was a cool, cool feeling, uh, uh, blessed yeah. feeling. But, uh, man, just uh, like I said, that, that community um, never surprises me. They oh, just that's uh, awesome. come through Feel all like the time. Good. So. Does the rink have a nickname now? Does everyone say, like, like we're skating tonight at the killer? Or what, <laughs> yeah. what do they say? You know what? I have not, I'm not sure yet, but that okay. I'll, have to, I'll have to bring that up. But it was funny. I was going through, you know, your memories. And uh, today it said, uh, uh, welcome or welcome or here's what's going on at the Kaminsky Arena. And I still have, a, I still can't fathom that. Oh, yeah, that's my arena. You know what nice. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's like crazy, you know? Yeah. So. 
I'm mm -hmm. amazed that they were able to keep that under wraps from you. Yeah, you know what, Mooner? Yeah. And I even, and I even, when I, I was sitting by one of my board members, I was talking to some buddies, and he had a program, right? I said, can I borrow that? I want to see all the sponsorships that mm -hmm. Carter got. Because, like I said, they, they, raised, they raised over 15000 yeah. you know, for that game. Um, but anyway, so I'm looking through all the sponsorships. It's got our lineups and all this stuff. And, uh, but on the front of it, on the right-hand page, it says, Welcome to Kaminsky Arena. And I, I never even looked at the front. I just kind of wanted to see the sponsor. Oh, my. So I give it back, and I, like I said, I, I had no clue until wow. they called me at Center Ice and they, they announced it. So it didn't phase you. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, awesome. I was I was probably in the zone anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right on. Yeah. Well, Kevin, like, uh, geez, we we could talk for hours here. It's it's been so much fun catching up with you. Uh, you know, such an awesome career you had, and so great to see in the game, and and you know, not not just the hockey part, but I would wholeheartedly agree. Like you're great with kids and just seeing, seeing you take the, these young, young kids up and, and uh, wish you nothing but success with it. And uh, both in hockey and, you know, we, we hope to see you back in, back in the show one day as a, as a coach. In the meantime, uh, you can, you can go support folks uh, uh, by going to killer-hockey.com. And uh, got to load up on some toques and some bags. And I know I'm going to go grab one. Um, beautiful killer. Thanks for joining us on the top cheddar podcast today. Oh, it was, it was great to be on here. Uh, Lolly and Mooner. Um, you know, it was, uh, uh, like I said, it, it's, it, it's great to, again, to, to talk with uh, you guys. I mean, like I said, it's that, that's what this game, uh, the game of hockey brings is relationships, you know, and, yeah, yeah. uh, even though we haven't talked, I don't know in how many years, I guess yep. probably since, uh, 213 when Memorial Cup. Yep, Memorial Cup in Saskatoon. You know, and sat the other one. So, uh, the so yeah. first time I ever met Killer, he looked at me and said, Let's go, rookie. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I fought wow. my teammates more in my first year than I did actual guys on the other. Hey, <laughs> my first practice in Saskatoon, you two tilted right in front of the <laughs> crease, and I was so scared. I'm like, What the hell have I gotten into? What am I doing here? What kind of team is this? Yeah, you guys toe to toe, and then it was no big deal. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was uh, that's the way it was back when. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I remember, Lolly, I don't know if you were playing then or not, but we went on the Alberta trip and we did bad and we got in like at six in the morning. And uh, Marcel said, uh, gear on. And it's, oh, yeah. minus, it's minus 30. Well, yeah. shit. You pull, out your, frozen. you yeah. pull out your underwear and it's freaking like a pancake and it's yeah. solid frozen, right? So he bag skates us for like an hour. And then he says, take your skates off, get your running shoes on. Then we run for, I think, three miles around the bridge and all that. We come back, we skate again. And, and oh my gosh, like we, now we are so, so this is some PTSD remembering yeah. all that. <laughs> I think we, I think this was Sunday when we got in and we played Swift Current Tuesday. So. I, all I can remember is Swift. Remember Swift Kern? You have to go down those stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Good that walk. was the walk of death. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like we, we couldn't move. Like we're straight legged. We got two by fours. How the yeah. hell we're going to lose. Yeah. And, and Marcel says, we, we better not lose this game. And well, we, 
we sucked it up, man. We we got ourselves. Uh, we give our sack a squeeze, and uh, yeah, we won four. We won four to three that game. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh man, that was uh, that was crazy. I, I can remember like uh, you could you could not go down the stairs. You got to take one step at a time. Man. Yeah, yeah. The, Mooner, tell me they don't allow that anymore in the league. That they, no, they, no, it's it's all different now. It's frowned upon okay. heavily. Killer, upon. killer knows he's coaching in the SJ. Yeah, it's yeah, the same right thing. On. Yeah. Well, folks, thanks for joining us on uh, this week's yep. episode. If you haven't yet, head to topcheddar.ca. We're, uh, it's early, but boy, the, the library's building of just phenomenal conversations that we're going to have with just some great people. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe on you know Spotify, Apple, Google, all the podcast platforms. Look for Top Cheddar and uh, have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And then, hey, fellas. I appreciate it again, but we got to get some top cheddar merchandise going. I think. Okay, well, I, I'm sensing a trade. Yeah, I like uh-huh. that. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, killer swag for some whoa, top whoa. cheddar swag. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get you on my line downstairs. Nice, oh, nice. baby. Can make up the logo, and I'll get it. Uh, <laughs> I'll get it in production, man. Away we go. Yeah, killer to work. <laughs>